from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Just enough to join us this Wednesday during this hour. Brad, I know we review this every year. Your routine historically, you've told me on recording and the signing period starts today, is that you monitor it, but you're not obsessed with it. You wait until it's all done and the ink's dry. Is that still your operation mode? Yeah, absolutely. Uh we don't wait till everyone gets signed and then start evaluating and seeing. Uh, no use uh, spending time on, uh, you know, kids that uh, might not ever be there. And I mean, honestly, with the transfer portal, it's not a, you know, certainly it's changed in the last 15, 20 years where these kids aren't locked up for three, four years. So, I mean, anything can change that. I mean, hell, these kids aren't even locked up for this upcoming year. They can transfer, uh, you know, post-spring if they wanted to. So, uh, <laughs> with at least the new role that, that just got announced that was two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not a, probably a good soundbite on signing day. Cause I, I just, you know, they, I just, I'm just starting. I'm not, you're not going to see much overreaction from me. I've been, uh, told to ask you the fans here before we get into these games, are you hearing anything on the Notre Dame offensive coordinator search? No, um, Probably just preliminary stuff. I mean, I've heard, you know, just the, the names that have been mentioned. Not, no, no big surprises. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything for, for certain yet, but I know it's just getting going as far as the search. You would hope that they conduct a, a national, national search and actually go with the guy outside the program this time. Well, how about getting Jack Swarbrick to write the check when it's necessary? <laughs> <laughs> that I have heard, that uh, money won't be an issue this time around. And then how about not lying about it after the fact? Two, twofold there. I, I'm very <laughs> happy that Jack Swarbrick is winding up his tenure here. <laughs> Tom in Myrtle Beach says, Missouri open as a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Buckeyes. Spreads now one. Does Brad think that by next Friday this will be a pick em or will – 
perhaps Ohio State eventually be listed as a favorite in that game? Well, let me correct uh, the opening. Uh, Ohio State opened six and a half uh, was the open. Uh, I know that because I have Missouri plus six and a half in pocket. Uh, so that that was more of the opening number. Uh, yeah, it sat two and a half for, for a while. Uh, you know, the why has there been some move on the Buckeyes after the initial big move to Missouri? Well, it looks like, I mean, a lot of these Ohio State players are going to end up playing, which wasn't expected to be the case. Obviously, Kyle McCord's in the portal. Julian Fleming's in the portal. We haven't heard yet from, like, Marvin Harrison, a few guys, but five or six guys that were expected to be out are going to play uh, for them, including, like, Jack Sawyer. Looks like Travion Henderson's going to not only play in the bowl game but come back for, for another season. So uh, right now, what would I bet? I would bet Ohio State plus one and a half because, my expectation is uh, if a lot of these guys continue to, to announce that they're going to play in the game, my, I would make Ohio State a short favorite. I'm not saying that it should go to Ohio State three, but uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Ohio State probably, probably a one-and-a-half-point favorite here when it's all said and done. Look, I love the college guys, and I wanted to play, but I don't see any reason why Marvin Harrison Jr. needs to play in a bowl game. I, I can't believe that wasn't a sound, easy decision announced uh, right after the bowl game. Hey, I'm not playing. So I, I can't believe we're sitting here December yeah. the twentieth, and that, that I mean the, the game's next week. I mean it's next Friday. Uh, we're a little over a week away, and you, you don't know yet. So I I, I couldn't believe that wasn't a, an easy decision. I'm excited to see Devin Brown. How do you calculate? Could that be a spark for them actually, or not? I agree with that. Uh, I think it will be a spark. Yeah, I, I like the Buckeyes quite a bit right now. That'd be one of my favorite bets left on the board right now after all the movement. Uh, I think it will be a spark. I'm, I'm not a Kyle McCord guy, so uh, I, I think there's a reason he hit the portal and he didn't necessarily go to – it's not like he went to a lateral, you know, big-time program. He went to Syracuse, so that's not a shot at Syracuse, but obviously, I mean, generally speaking, Ohio State's much better in Syracuse. So, yeah, I, I think Devin Brown will give him a spark. Different type of quarterback, more of a runner uh, than thrower. Uh, all the practice reports that I've read have been pretty positive. So, uh, yeah, I, that, that's my expectation. This overwhelming sentiment that seems to be Harbaugh is done after Michigan is done this season, whether that's true or not, I tend to believe it is, but whether it is or not, does that hurt or help this Michigan team? Uh, I, I don't know on that. I, yeah, I'm kind of neutral. I mean, on one hand, you could say, you know, win one for the Gipper type stuff. I mean, going out. I mean, a lot of these guys are going out. I mean, Michigan's a very senior-laden team as much as any team in the country. Uh, so, everyone, I mean, last ride for everybody in a lot of respects, but Right. Uh, I guess it could be a little bit of a distraction with the uncertainty of someone's future. I, I honestly think they're locked in trying to win a football game here uh, next Monday or, or the following Monday after that. So uh, I, I, it's not factored in my handicap on the game. I like Alabama to win, so I'll just put that out there. The one question I have, and I like Alabama as well, does Michigan have the green grass offensive weaponry? wide receivers to worry what has turned into a very sticky Alabama secondary one word answer no they they just don't though I just I don't see it Roman Wilson's I mean obviously their best 
top wide receiver prospect, but even I question his ability to get separation in the game. I mean, Alabama's really strong at both corner spots. Uh, Michigan's offense, keep in mind, Michigan played a very easy schedule, first eight games of the season. Their last four games just so happen to be, the, if we're stack ranking a power rating, just so happens to be the four best power-rated teams that they played this season. Michigan's offense last four games, 282 yards per game. That would rank number 129 in the country if you're ranking it full season. Uh, I don't see a pathway for Michigan's offense to have much success here. Zintner's not coming back from injury. Tackle position has left a little bit to be desired. Uh, Corum and Edwards haven't looked right all season, to be honest with you. I know Corum's got a bunch of rushing touchdowns, but he doesn't look like he has the same explosiveness as he did a year ago. Same with Edwards. Uh, McCarthy's passing stats have been abysmal, uh, you know, the, the last four games. Now, th- th- there's been concerns that he's been banged up. Maybe with a month off, he's better. But uh, I just go back. I don't think Michigan's offense is going to win them this game. Uh, if they win the game, it'll be because of their, their ability to, to, to force a couple turnovers on the other side of the ball and set themselves up for short fields. Uh, I, again, I, I come down to it. If no role plays a clean game, Alabama, comfortably, in my opinion. What's the number right now on that game? Uh, Michigan, one and a half, but uh, it wants to climb higher. It's, uh, right now, it looks like it wants to go to two more than vice versa. After what you just said, that number might flip here in the next hour. I might just. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't have that kind of power. But, uh, I, I mean, my expectation, I'd like to see out. Al- I would expect Alabama a close favorite, but we'll see. I don't know. This market never ceases to amaze me. Tom in Myrtle Beach, with all these rumors out there about how MHJ might play in the Cotton Bowl or even come back in 24, I highly doubt any of this. Is he even practicing with the team is the question. You know, I haven't even gotten to that. Uh, I haven't even gotten confirmation that he's practicing with the team. So I I don't expect him to play. I don't know. Obviously, I really do not expect him to to come back next season. and He'd be very foolish to do so. There is no reason. And I, I'm a college guy. I'd love to have him back. But but in this day and time, there is nothing for him to gain and everything for him to lose by playing. Period. Absolutely. Should not be playing. Now, there are a, few, a lot of guys that should be playing uh, yeah. these games, I mean, uh, that, that are opting out. But uh, Marvin Harrison is not one of them. He needs no resume enhancement. None. No. <laughs> Just, uh, but but there are guys that have opted out too, that should be playing. I mean, Sam Hartman should be playing, uh, in my opinion. Uh, there, there's a lot of other kids, but uh, anybody that that's projected to be a slam dunk first round pick, no way. Not 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 in a non playoff uh, bowl game at this point. By the way, Notre Dame has said, and I like this, I was afraid they would do something dumb and play a fourth or fifth-year guy. Charles Jagasaw, true freshman, is going to play left tackle for them to replace Joe Alt, who obviously is opting out. I figured they'd put Tosh Baker in there and get killed, but they're not. No, that's exciting. I mean, that's you, the exciting thing about these bowl games, Bill. Uh, obviously, you got to treat them completely different than what we've had for 100 years. It's more of a 2024 game than it is a 2023 game. 2023 season's over for a majority of these teams. Now it's all about exhibition. Let's get a look to, to 2024. If you use that in that prism, 
you should be excited for some of these young kids to watch these guys. And you don't have to wait until the spring. You don't have to wait till next fall to see some of these guys in action. Because, you know, as far as the true freshmen go, this game does not count towards the eligibility. So if they've already played four games, they can play in this game and still preserve that year of eligibility. So in that regard, I like these bowl games. But, I mean, as far as handicapping and betting, uh a little bit more difficult. Uh, I'll probably make changes next year. I'll be far less aggressive when it comes to bad knees. One other note, and we've got a break coming up here shortly, Brad, but there is a line of thinking that Joe Milton is going to opt out of this bowl game, meaning Nico Iamaleaba gets the ball against this Iowa defense. Again, nothing is – public there's no confirmation on that heck if you're josh heupel maybe you don't even maybe you just try and keep it quiet and then just try it out the kid but that's something to keep in mind yeah it would not surprise me i don't know how big of a downgrade that is i mean obviously iowa's defense against phil parker and the dc is not an ideal opponent to try out your first start but true then again i don't know i mean iowa when they Iowa against the two best teams they played this year, 57 nothing combined score, getting beat. So, is Tennessee as good as Michigan and Penn State? No, but, I mean, Tennessee's better than any team in the Big Ten West at Iowa. So, I, I'm more on the Tennessee side in this game, regardless who plays at quarterback. More Brad. Brad Powers on this Wednesday. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They're on the scene of an accident out here on 65 southbound right at the North Loop. Every time we have a crash here, it slows it down even more on 65 south at Trinity Lane. Now, still a heavy volume of traffic coming up through the Antioch area coming in from, uh, let's say, Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 going westbound. It's still a bit slow at times, 65 south through Millersville. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. You need Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top-three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. with us. Topwater Assassin over in South Carolina. Has Brad ran the numbers on this? If a team is getting two and a half and you think the dog is the right side, are you better off just betting the money line? Uh, probably. Uh, now, now two, I, I know in the NFL, two's become a little bit more important since they moved the extra point back uh, a little bit where, it, you know, it was not nearly as important uh, as what it was in the days where, I mean, it was an automatic extra point and, you know, just not much difference between one, two, uh, all the way up to three. Um, I, yeah, it, it just depends. I, I, as always, I would say shop around, try to get the be- absolute best money line. I mean, because that's an entirely different market um, as far as an odds. I and mean, some people might be dealing two and a half on the game across the board, and yet there'll be a few books out there that are offering a little bit more on the money line uh, than the other books that are offering two and a half points on the spread. So I'm guessing it's a little bit better. Uh, do I do I have the exact numbers in front of me? No. Uh, do, do I always give out money line uh, on two and a half point dogs? No. Uh, so that, maybe I should look at it more in this offseason. Brad, that was that's a good one because I don't know – not that I see everything you post, but you're not a big money line better, are you? No. Well, typically I'm, you know, I typically I'd like to think of myself as the, having the ability to get you guys three <laughs> right. as far as the spread. So, 
if the line's two, two and a half, at some point I'm thinking uh, that I we're talking the underdog here, or, or, or you know, in other examples, the favorite. I'd like to think I could get you that all important three. So that's why I don't do it too much. Although I have gotten a little bit more sophisticated than that. Uh, uh, we took uh, Nebraska money line uh, didn't work out. They lost to Iowa on that Black Friday. I took money line last week. Buffalo, the Bills were laying like two. I, I just went ahead and took the money line there at minus 130. So I, I, I've used them a little bit more than, than I would in the past, certainly. Jeff in Texarkana, I believe it says, yeah, Arkansas side, wants to know, yeah, we, this happens every year. When will next year's team win totals be posted where people can battle? That's, <laughs> wait. They wait, seem wait. to get earlier each year. I mean, I have that one already. I bet Colorado under. Uh, but as far as everybody's, I springtime-ish, sometime April, I, I would think, may, maybe a little earlier. I am not going to be as aggressive. I bet almost every one, every team that this past year, I, I am not going to be as aggressive this year. I've already made that decision. But you've already got a bet on Colorado for next year? Yeah, I bet under six and a half wins. Is that the only one that's available? Yeah, just that's the prime effect. Uh, that was the only one I've seen so far. Wow, you've already taken the under at six and a half. You took the under this last year, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, it won. I, I bet under five and a half, under four and a half. I mean, it didn't look obviously when they got out to three and zero start. Everyone was making fun of me for those bets, but uh, I, got, I got to the window. I know at week three, you were dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just I'm not buying it. So, uh, well, we'll see how their day. Now, you know, you asked me the, the first question. You asked me. I'll put, follow ten teams like that to see what what ends up happening with teams that are you know supposed to have uh, maybe high variance signing days today, um, where where a lot of things could happen, positive or negative. So that'll be a team I'll be taking a peek at today. I posted something the other day that got way more reaction than I even considered. I posted that Ole Miss is setting up to have their best team in my memory coming up this next year. Now, Jackson Dart has still not confirmed his return, and I'm assuming he's back, but that is not confirmed. If he's indeed back... And they have a feature running back for one more year, Quinshawn Junkins. Those receivers are back. They added Juice Wells. Brad, they're bringing in arguably as good a defensive line class from the high school ranks because Mississippi's loaded this year as any team in the country. Plus, they're bringing in transfers like the kid from Florida, Princely, Oman Me Allen and also Tyler Barron. They're in the top two for the uh, Walter Nolan kid who said, what, recently it's either Oregon or Ole Miss. They've only had a 10 win season a couple of times in their history, and that involved having to win a bowl game, Brad, to do it. Am I huffing and puffing too much about their 2014? Not at all. Uh, I'm with you. They'll, they'll start easily in the top ten of a power rating. 
and uh, approaching maybe top five-ish. And, and that's, that's saying something in that regard. Uh, and then I'll go one further. Schedule. For as tough as the, the SEC is going to be, it's certainly manageable, especially early on where, I mean, they're going to be a significant favorite in their first six games of the season. And then it gets going there at LSU on October the 12th. But I, I fully expect them to be 6-0 and heading into that one. Then they get a bye week and they host Oklahoma. So, and then they host Georgia too. I mean, obviously, you know, people are going to have to uh, adjust with, with tough, tough schedules and whatnot. And people are going to have to adjust the expectations. Ole Miss isn't one of them. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I, I would guess their season win total is around 10 ish. Um, it, it's playoff or bust. I mean, they, they, it, they would be an extreme disappointment if Ole Miss doesn't make the 12 team playoff next year. And, Every team in the SEC, 14 teams, I'm not including Texas and OU yet, every one of them plays either OU or Texas. And you mentioned they get OU, and I would much rather right now play OU than Texas next year, yep. and they get them in Oxford, right? Yep. Yep, Me. they do. Georgia's Georgia. at home. At LSU, LSU I think takes a little bit of a step back maybe next year. I mean, you do lose the Heisman Trophy winner, so – uh, it's really setting up uh, very well for Ole Miss. Again, season win total is 10. Maybe that doesn't sound like much because they won 10 games this year. A season win total factors in. It doesn't automatically give you a win for every game. It's just all per- percentages. So, I mean, that'll be easily in the top 10 as far as highest season win totals. Uh, so, yeah, this is they're going all in. And it, it's reflecting them what they're doing in the portal. Uh, it's lining up to be what should be an historic season for Ole Miss football. One other theory, and then more questions about these games coming up. And we don't have a lot of data yet. And the stampede, which is the portal, just a few years into the stampede-type era, and the money that's now legal, could a situation like Ole Miss, where you're just wreaking havoc in the portal, actually poison a locker room. Have I a would, reverse yeah, effect. I think that could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would want to have a good answer. Absolutely it could. Uh, absolutely. Look no further than Texas A&M. So, yeah, it... It did. It's only, I mean, we're getting new data points. So, uh, yeah, I, I would like a few more years of seasoning <laughs> that, right. that I could point we out, hey, this example, much. yep. Yeah, this example, it didn't turn out. This example didn't turn out, but absolutely it could uh, because you're going to be getting, I mean, your right guard might be getting 30000 in NIL, and he's next to, you know, a tackle on the offensive line. They got 300000 so that that is not going to be good. I also take it a step further. If I'm an assistant coach and I'm babysitting an 18-year-old kid and he's making more than me, I don't know if that's going to fly with a kid, with a, a young assistant coach that's you know thirty three. Said to move his fan, his young family three four times already. I just the, the di- locker room dynamics are going to be so important in, in this upcoming era. I'll tell you an example of when this happened in recruiting. Florida football, Urban Meyer towards the end, but it's before it went bad. And they're coming off 06, 08. The 09 team was the national championship team, too. Caliber team, lost to Alabama. They brought in the class of 2010, 
a remarkable class, considered maybe the best defensive line class in modern history. And some of those guys played well. The Powell kid had a bad knee. Remember, he blew his knee, so that didn't work out for him. He was the number one ranked player in the entire class that year, nationwide. Apparently, that class got there as a bunch of spoiled brat entitled punks and completely poisoned that team. And and you now the quarterback play eroded precipitously after Tebow, as we know. That just completely yep. died. But Brad, apparently that class got in there, a bunch of spoiled brats, just hand me my national championship, and the pounces and everybody else revolted. Yeah. And you didn't have the you didn't have the glue guy after oh nine and Tebow Correct. uh to, Correct. to keep everybody in line. Um uh, yeah, that's now you know hindsight's always twenty twenty, but now you see how they went from you know one of the best three four year runs we've seen to what were they seven and five Urban's last year? I mean it was terrible. Right. That's when it went bad, and it was a hellacious recruiting class. Now again, Brad, we can sit here. There's a million stories of where a class came in and won big too. I mean we're just pointing out the possibilities of what could happen, and like we mentioned, Brad. We don't have enough data in this new Stampede era yet. We just don't. No, we don't. Do you, yeah, I know people. nobody has any patience anymore, but I, I would like a couple more years of data points because everything continues to change. Now, obviously, 24 is changing. We got, you know, complete, you know, powers. I mean, half the powers are changing conferences uh, in college football. Now we're going to a 12-team playoff. How does that impact things? So, I mean, honestly, five, give me five years. Uh, and then I'll be able to, to, to answer better. Sam in Fernandina Beach, Florida, just right outside of Jacksonville, wants to know, and this is this is good, if Cam Ward chooses Florida State, is that an upgrade over Jordan Travis? Good question. I'm going to say no. I'm not as wild about Cam Ward as everybody else is. Uh, so I just, if he was so great, you're not, you're not putting seven points on the board against Stanford. You're not, uh, if he's so great, uh, Washington state's in a bowl game. I mean, that, that's how important the quarterback position is. I know he doesn't have a great team around him, but they were good enough to beat Wisconsin and Oregon state early in the season. But I mean, they're still sitting at home. They almost beat Washington. I just, I didn't see enough consistency out of his play on um, this year that that would, you know, say that he's better than Jordan Travis. And he hadn't selected. It looks like it's either Miami or Florida State, but there's no decision there. It's just a what if. But a good that's a good question. Yeah, very good question. Just business in Hoover, Alabama. Asked Brad his thoughts and his pick on the FCS natty game, Montana versus South Dakota State. Yeah, we'll have a few weeks before the game is played. Uh I, I still can't believe they put it on a Sunday against the NFL. That's not how you grow the sport, but whatever. Uh, January the 7th, South Dakota State's significant favorite, 12 and a half. I mean, no one's going to believe it, but that is exactly my power rating on the game. I made, made it 12 and a half, so uh, no, no value as of right now. There was a book that opened 14 and a half, DraftKings. I bet Montana, uh, you know, a little bit of a bet, no, no, nothing big, though. Stephen in Hawkinsville, Georgia. Good one. 
What's the over-under on the number of SEC teams to make the 12-team playoff? That's a good question. And at least four, I would say. Uh, so that was the first number that came to mind. I'll have to say, if it was strictly about getting the best teams in there, I mean, it, it would be probably more, be more than four on a lot of years if we are just strictly going on the best, which they said, if you listen to them this year, it's all about getting the best, but uh, uh, probably will be some combination. But, yep, four sounds about right to me. Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and we were just talking Ole Miss? Ole Miss, Maybe. yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. And if we were going off the best this year and you're throwing in uh, LSU's probably in there even with three losses, I mean, if we're going off the best, who would be favored over who uh, on a neutral? And Oklahoma would be in the mix as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> – man, we're in for it. I know we got a long way to go. Yeah, we got a long way to go. Will there be – do you think there will be bets where you can actually bet on a league's number of teams? Oh, yeah, there'll be that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be talking that in the spring. And I guess the other league we got to consider is uh, the Big Ten. Yeah, Big Ten will have more than a few, three, four. I'm, I'm guessing between those couple leagues we'll, we'll have seven or so. More Brad. A few more minutes. Brad Powers. Every Friday, problem is we're not going to have a show this Friday. We're off, so he's with us right now. Wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. Brad Powers, BradPowerSports.com will let you know how you can get all his info. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, trying to clear up this wreck on 24 eastbound at the Southern Evans Bridge. Uh, did have traffic a little bit slow coming past Shelby a few minutes ago. Also in the cleanup stages of an earlier wreck, 65 south at the North Loop, 24 westbound. Uh, there at Bell Road, also in its clearing stages. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online right now at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, 
and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Who's grumpy this morning? <laughs> coach, so, I'm not grumpy. Yeah, I mean, hey, John. Yeah. Pull your head out of your butt. Get yourself in a better mood. <laughs> I'll do my best, coach. Thanks for the pep talk. Okay. You just you just made a promo for him. <laughs> Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Body clock is set to college football and nothing else. It's Bill King. You are listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter. Carson Beck. I do not believe that announcement, which was considered by some 50-50, he's returning. I claim that is an announcement that reverberates the country, not just the South. Yeah, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, we'll see how signing day and that, all that shakes out in the portal, but I mean, I, I would expect Georgia to, that, that pretty much cements them as the uh, probably number one in the power ratings for preseason next year. I mean, if Alabama beats Michigan and, and wins the national championship, then the, the Crimson Tide would be in the mix as well there. But, yeah, that that cements Georgia uh, clearly top one, to, to, top two uh, as far as the preseason power rating goes. Not that Nick Saban is devoid of praise. Everybody pretty much considers him the best ever. What would it say about him – if this year, considering what we were watching early on and then basically tanking in Tampa, Florida when they didn't even play Milrow, what would that say about what he's done? Well, I don't even think it'd be a debate. Uh, it'd be his best coaching job that he's had since uh, he's been there. So, right. I mean, that's just point blank. It'd be a factual statement that it'd be his best coaching job uh, at the – 
just further cements that he's the best of all time. And I know everyone says that type of stuff in today's day and age, but nah, that just, he is. And, uh, I, I just, I, I, I don't have any more superlatives uh, for the guy. I mean, he just, and to the, he adapts. Uh, obviously, he, he's one of the best recruiters uh, of all time. Uh, but, but he's also, I mean, this team got better, literally. I mean, I know they're talented and whatnot, but I, I mean, you watch across the country. I mean, as far as in team improvement, everybody's got that, you know, different levels, what they, you know, can achieve and can't achieve. I mean, this was a big overachiever considering what we saw early in the season. And you also see this team make halftime adjustments as good as any team uh, and coaching staff in the country. So uh, I, I, I know it's Alabama and they're really talented, but uh, I mean, they're very well coached compared to what they, what they look like in September. Brad, you're the bookmaker. I'm not, but I'm going to make a statement. This team right here, which might win it all, would not be favored over any of the other Nick Saban Alabama national championship teams. I'd have to go back through it, but uh, but that sounds correct. I mean, I have Alabama fifth right now in my power ratings. I mean, there was a time where they were one or two for like felt like a decade in a row. So uh, the fact that they're still fifth right now that that, that tells you uh, in this year's power ratings. So yeah. I mean, I'll give you one that because I know it off the top of my head. They'd be, but they'd be a two touchdown underdog in the 2020 team. Oh goodness! Th- there's not a receiver on this team that would get to play on that no. team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Uh-oh, there's not a quarterback on this team that would get to play in that game, for that matter. Oh, that is that's just a couple of positions there. But, yeah, and and we were talking early on about they're going to have to get in the portal and get a quarterback. They're not looking at anybody in the, in the portal. They don't need a quarterback. No, they're as set as anybody in college football for next year. With Milrow coming back, and then they like what they've seen already. It's only been a couple practices, but they like the true freshmen uh, coming in. Uh, they still got a couple freshmen from uh, – Last year, uh, so if anything, portal news will be guys transferring out. What's the future of Lincoln Riley? It it and and Malachi Moore, he came in there to take over for Caleb Williams, and now he's out. I mean, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, multiple five. I mean, Demonte Jackson, a cornerback, a five-star corner is out. I thought Tackett Curtis might have been their best freshman this year, linebacker. He's in the portal. Uh, you mentioned Malachi Nelson out. Uh, I I, I don't think it's great. I mean, I, I do like some of the hires he made on defense, but recruiting is nowhere near where it needs to be right now. Transfer portal, there doesn't seem to be as much momentum there as what there was the last couple of years. You're playing – much tougher schedule next year, starting with LSU in the opener here in Vegas. Uh, they could have a, he could hit a, a home run with the defensive staff, be much improved, and he'd be a seven and five, eight and fourteen next year. And that's just that's not what they're paying him ten million, uh, ten million a year to do. So uh, the future for Lincoln Riley, I mean, point blank, is three letters: NFL. Yes. Now. There is lots of conjecture that Will Howard's going there, and that would maybe be one of the catalysts for Malachi Moore to get out, I would think. Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, that's one of the reasons. Uh, but, I mean, that's still that's a one-year fix. Uh, 
Right. <laughs> you would like to, to build somebody up through your program. But, I mean, Will Howard, I mean, is he as talented as Caleb Williams and some of the other quarterbacks he's had? No. So, I mean, uh, at least throwing the football, he's not. Uh, but, but he stabilizes them. He, what what uh, he does is prevents you from really botting, you know, the, the right. possibility of five and seven, six and six. He kind of ensures you're going to at least stay at seven and five, eight and four, even with a much more difficult schedule. Brad, we'll let you run here. Tell everybody how they can get your info with the remaining football. BradPowerSports.com, dead top of the page. Bill King tab, 20 bucks for the rest of the season. Full confidence contest picks, all the best and everything that you need for bowl season. 20 bucks for the rest of the year. That's BradPowerSports.com, Bill King tab, top of the page. All right, man. We'll see you next week. All right. Take care, Bill. Mr. Brad Powers delivers each time. We're coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Morning, trying to clear up this wreck on 24 eastbound at the Southern Evans Bridge. Uh, did have traffic a little bit slow coming past Shelby a few minutes ago. Also in the cleanup stages of an earlier wreck, 65 south at the North Loop, 24 westbound. Uh, there at Bell Road, also in its clearing stages. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online right now at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. 
tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Range Finders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and ETN. Baker and the Bucks can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans. Mayfield goes deep left side, has Mike Evans for a Bucks touchdown. It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. knows all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. Kevin and Muletown said, Bill, you said Malachi Moore. Yeah, Malachi Nelson. Dante Moore. Malachi Nelson. Both in the portal. One from Detroit, one a Cali kid, and both searching. Yeah, what if you said during their recruitment, everybody obviously wanted Dante Moore. Early on, it looked like Notre Dame was the team to beat. And Malachi Nelson, I think pretty much fairly early, it was Southern Cal for him. What if you said, guess what? Those guys will transfer after their freshman year. One's at Southern Cal, one's at UCLA. They'll transfer. Johnny, five-star. Doesn't mean they won't go somewhere and be really good. Maybe they will. Sounds like Moore is going to the Duckies. Now, he's doing that with Dylan Gabriel, who will be the starter, you would think meaning he has to know he's not going to be the starter. There. Dante Moore. He's okay with that. He's not okay at stayed at UCLA, but he's okay with not starting for Oregon. I, that's interesting because you're not bringing Dylan Gabriel in from Oklahoma and say, hey, we're going to bring you in here, but we're going to set you. That ain't, that ain't happening. Craig in North Augusta. Bill, every receiver from Bama's 21 and 22 season has hit the portal. That's what we were talking about. They have not, they had a magic wand for a long stretch at wide receiver. And it has not been the same. That's just sometimes you get in one of those funks. It it can happen to you. I have not heard from Kevin Hagan. I reached out to him the other day, actually yesterday, yesterday morning, to see if we could 
get him live tomorrow morning because we're not going to be on Friday, and it would do us no good to tape Thursday later in the morning because it's not going to get on the air. We're off Friday. We're off Monday. I have not heard back from Kevin. I hope he's okay. I have not heard back. Did you tr- did you reach out? Yeah. On Twitter, I, I ain't got nothing yet. Right. So I, I hope Kevin's doing okay, but I have not heard back. As of right now, we, as far as I know, won't be doing anything with Kevin. We definitely, Pat, won't be taping Thursday because it's not – it's unnecessary, and I don't know. I know he was taking some time off, vacationing, going, and seeing family and all that, but I have not heard from him, so I couldn't tell you what's going on there. But nah, Kevin's a good friend, not a complaint. I'd just like to hear back. If, if he's no-go, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'd just like to hear back from him, make sure. Good friend Kevin is okay. Ken down in Middle Georgia. It's good to see Ken. Ken Ken has been such an incredible supporter. And he came up for commitments again. See him when we go down to Macon. Heck, I saw him down in Florida for the uh, summer commitments. Bill, does winning a national championship mean as much for recruiting as it used to? Has the natty bump lost its glory in today's state of affairs? Uh, with... With name image likeness and the transfer portal, I would say maybe it's lost some luster. I would say maybe. Now, Georgia and Alabama can still go recruit and absolutely talk about championships and development and the NFL and all those glamorous things that are appealing. But is it the end all? Let's say you're a kid that Georgia and Alabama both want, but there's another school that just is going nuclear when it comes to paying. And it's all about the money. Maybe Georgia and Alabama don't get that guy. Now, they're going to get dudes. They're they're ranked right at the top. Georgia's number one right now in recruiting, which is nothing new. That's not to say they won't get dudes, but it could it cost one of those two a player that probably they would get in a rare case where a school is just they got a booster and I, I'm not going to take no. I don't care if Georgia and Alabama – have way more history than we do. I've got the checkbook. I'm willing to go further. Alabama and Georgia, and Kevin's talked about this with Alabama, they don't have to overpay. I'm sure they're willing to be reasonable, but they've got the power. You can't leverage Georgia or Alabama. You don't have more as Johnny Five Star in leverage than they have. Not many schools can say that. Now, again, uh, Tennessee's not going nuclear right now. Tennessee's got the Spires Group, which is considered right at the top of all the collectives. And they're, they're picking and choosing here, but they're not going nuclear at the moment. 
Yeah, we're learning a lot about what's the limit on overpaying. How far as a staff or as a collective are you willing to be played? And I think there's been a little pushback this year. We just don't have enough data. TJ tomorrow. J.C. Sherber tomorrow. Dave Hooker. Lashbaugh. Five six zero.